0: So Mystery Theater presents... in town felt it, but nobody could have told you why precisely or what was strange about him. He looked ordinary enough, dressed pretty much the way everybody else did, though possibly a trifle more neatly, had impeccable manners, but was never standoffish or at all conceited. Never seemed to think he was better than anybody else. No, he was just somehow different and uh, strange.
1: Dr. Mabley?
0: Yes, Louise? Was
1: Oliver Prouty in church this morning?
0: Why, yes. Yes, I believe he was.
1: I thought I heard his voice when we sang Bringing in the Sheaves.
0: Uh, Mr. Prouty's voice is a great contribution to the hymn singing. Booming out like that gives the whole hymn more body. Gives the congregation courage to sing out. Don't you think so?
1: Uh, Yes, I do. Only...
0: Only what, Louise?
1: Why is it, Dr. Nobly, that... It's only during the hymn singing that Oliver has any courage at
0: all. Our mystery drama, Invited Guests, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Elspeth Eric and stars Russell Horton and Terry Keane. I'll be back shortly with Act One. He lived in the big house he'd been born in. He lived alone, and he was a painter. But are those things sufficient to call him strange? Others lived alone in the houses of their birth. Oliver was probably the only painter in town. But if a man could afford to indulge himself in a harmless hobby like that, no one thought the less of him for it. No. Oliver Prouty was just strange. Strange. Fine sermon, Dr. Mabley, just fine. Many thanks, Frank, for those kind words.
1: Just fine, Dr. Mabley.
0: I'll see you at Vespers. Uh, probably. Good, well, see you there. Well, Mrs. Wheatley here, how are you? So, Louise, what's for dinner?
1: Uh, what's always for dinner on Sundays? Mm-hmm.
0: Fried chicken, mashed potatoes, string beans, and ice cream. Well, uh-huh.
1: that's what's for
0: dinner. Uh, chocolate sauce. Uh-huh.
1: I'm going back and speak to Dr. Mabley.
0: What
1: for? Uh, Wait for me right here. No chocolate sauce? I'll be right back. Uh, Dr. Mabley. Dr. Mabley. Yes, yes, Louise. Dr. Mabley, could I speak to you for a minute?
0: Yes, of course. you want to come inside?
1: No, this is all right. I won't keep you but a minute. Frank's waiting for me Wants his dinner. Uh, Dr. Mabley. Was Oliver Prouty in church this morning?
0: Ah, yes, I believe he was.
1: I thought I heard his voice when he sang Bringing in the Sheaves.
0: Mr. Prouty's voice is a great contribution to the hymn singing. Booming out like that gives the whole hymn more body. Gives the congregation courage to sing out, don't you think?
1: Yes, yes, I do. Only why is it that it's only during the hymn singing that Oliver has any courage at all?
0: I'm not sure I know what you mean, Louise.
1: Dr. Mabley, Frank and I have known Oliver since we were all kids in school. We were very close, actually. But since Frank and I were married, that's three years now, we've asked Oliver to the house for dinner time and time again. We'd love to have him. You know, talk over old times and all like that. But he never accepts. Oh, He's very polite about it, very appreciative, but he always has some excuse why he can't come. And it's beginning to upset me.
0: Oh, you think he's afraid to have dinner with old friends?
1: I know it sounds silly, but it's the only thing I can think of. There's a sort of a look about him when I invite him. He looks frightened, as though Frank and I might hurt him in some way.
0: What sort of excuse does he give you for not accepting?
1: Well, that's another thing that's got me worried. He always says he has guests coming for dinner.
0: So that sounds
1: reasonable. Yes, that's what I thought the first few times. But every single time? And for three years? There's something fishy about that. Fishy? Well, you know, it's strange.
0: Are you sure you're not unduly alarmed, Louise?
1: Maybe. Maybe. But I happen to know that he never goes to anybody's house. I've asked around, you know, in a tactful way. Mm -hmm. And he gives other people the same excuse that he's expecting guests.
0: If he never goes out anywhere, then who comes to his house?
1: Oh, uh, I've never asked him that. after all, there are limits beyond which you cannot go, even with old friends.
0: Yes, yes, I suppose.
1: Oh, well, I've taken up enough of your time. Oh,
0: that's all right.
1: I don't know what good I thought I could do. It was just that I felt I, I had to talk to someone.
0: Well, that's what I'm here for, Louise, is to be talked to.
1: Well, I'd better get back to Frankie. Wants his dinner. Thank you, Doctor Mayberry, for listening.
0: Just a second, Louise. Yes. The thought just occurred to me. I don't know if it'll be of any use, but but I could try. Why don't I invite Oliver for dinner?
1: Oh, Dr. Medley, would you do that?
0: Well, my housekeeper's a pretty fair cook. Oh, that would be wonderful. I'll wait till next Sunday after the service, and then I'll ask him, sort of on impulse, as it were. I'll say, how about coming back to the rectory and having Sunday dinner with me?
1: And he doesn't have to know that you and I talked about it.
0: Fried chicken and ice cream, I'll say. How did that sound to you? Vespers, Mrs. Whitaker. Oh, Mr. Crosby, Oliver. Oliver, how are you? Fine, Dr. Maitley. I thought I heard your baritone voice carrying the melody for we three Kings. <laughs> I enjoy the singing very much. Uh, look, everybody's gone home, Oliver. Why don't you and I sit down on the steps and have a little talk? Well, would you rather go inside? Uh, I should be getting on home. Oh, just for a few minutes. You and I have never really got to know each other, have we? Oh, uh, no, we haven't. Mm, very negligent on my part. I'll come, come, sit down. Well, mm, I'll... The steps are nice and warm. And the sun's been out all morning. <sighs> now, now tell me something about yourself. Oh, there's nothing to tell, really. Oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe there's a soul on earth who hasn't got something to tell. A great deal to tell if it comes to that. Oh, really, there's nothing... And I've only been the minister here for a year. I haven't got caught up on all my parishioners. Now, well, let's see now, Oliver. You're an artist, isn't that right? Well, yes. Portraits? Oh, no, no. I work in watercolors on, on canvas board. Oh? Oh, pastorals and scenic things? What sort of things do you paint? <clears throat> Three bottles on a stone fence. Not much background, and the fence is sort of sketchily drawn. The, the important thing is the three bottles. Uh-huh. What else? That's all. No, no, I mean, what other things do you draw? People, animals, trees, houses? Just three bottles on a stone fence. Just... Just that? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get it right. I see. Three years now, I haven't got it right. Maybe you should go on to something else. Oh, no, no, I couldn't do that. You could always come back to to, to the three bottles. I have to get them right before I can turn to anything else. How many times have you... uh, Have you drawn the three bottles, Oliver? Hundreds of times. Thousands of times. I've lost track. Could I... Would it be possible for me to see your work sometime? Would you be interested? Well, not that I know anything about art. Oh, I don't. But yes, yes, I'd be interested. After all, I'm interested in you. So I'd be interested in anything you do. Well, uh, maybe uh, sometime if you're not busy. Oh, never too busy for one of my flock. It's <clears throat> very nice talking to you, Dr. Mabry. Uh, Hold on a minute. I've, I've been keeping you from something. I No, no, not at all. No, no, I just had an idea. Why don't you come back to the rectory with me and share my dinner? I have a housekeeper who's not a bad girl. That is very nice of you, but I'm afraid I can't. Oh, now, don't tell me you have another engagement. I'm expecting guests. For dinner? For dinner, yes. How many are coming? Well, a lot of people? Big party. No. Just two, two people. Are you doing the cooking yourself? Oh, yes, I always do, uh... I like to cook. It's it's a hobby of mine. I see. I see. What are you cooking today? I'm trying out a new recipe. um, Squab stuffed with a pecan dressing. Now, that does sound good. Mm -hmm. A watercress salad and cucumbers poulet. No wonder you'd rather eat at home than with me. Oh, uh, I I didn't mean that. Well, with me, you'd get fried chicken and mashed potatoes. I'm sure it would be delicious, but I I have these guests come into the house, so you see, I can't. Uh, Well, in some other time, perhaps? Yes, yes, perhaps some other time. Oliver, hmm? oh, just a minute more. I'm I'm going to ask you a very impertinent question. You don't have to answer it if you don't want to. What's the question? Well, you won't be offended. It's a bit personal. What's the question? Who, who are the two guests you invited for dinner? You said two people, I believe. Yes. Two people from around here. They used to be. Oh, they moved away. Yeah, they moved away. Well, then probably not anyone I would know. No, you wouldn't know them. But someone else might, huh? Someone in town might know them. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oliver, forgive my persistent curiosity. I, I know it's in bad taste to go on prying into your life like this, but. But who are they? My mother and my father. Dinner almost ready, Louise?
1: Oh, I'm just setting the table.
0: You forgot the spoons for the ice cream.
1: Oh, dear me, so I did.
0: I'll get them. Hey, you not
1: really.
0: That's where you're Just set them down, thanks You are too nervous. I can tell. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just wondering about Dr. Mabley. What about Dr. Mabley? He
1: looked okay to me. Dr. Mabley and Oliver party. Well, what about them? Dr. Mabley was going to invite Oliver for dinner today. After the service.
0: <laughs> That's a laugh.
1: Well, you never know. He might accept. When
0: he won't come to our house. And we've known him since first grade. And Dr. Mabley's only known him for a year and not very well at that. But
1: he's the minister. That might make a difference. Uh, you want me to get the phone? No, I will. He'll finish setting the table. <laughs> Hello? Louise?
0: This is Dr. Mabley.
1: Oh, yes, Dr. Mabley. i
0: dine
1: with me. Yes. Did he accept?
0: No. No, he didn't. He said he was expecting guests for dinner.
1: Oh, dear.
0: But then I sort of took the bull by the horns and I asked him, who are the guests you're expecting? that little matter is all cleared up.
1: Well, who are they? Anyone, Reno? Well,
0: I don't know them, but you might. His mother and father.
1: His mother and father? But it couldn't be his mother and father... I've been dead for
0: years. It would seem thus far that Oliver Prouty is indeed a strange man. But wait. Wait for the rest of the story. You may discover that Oliver Prouty is no more strange than you are, or I am. There have been times when I have thought myself a little strange, and I think if you are honest, you'll say the same of yourself. I'll be back shortly with Act Two. What, after all, do we mean by strange? Odd? Eccentric? Unusual? Even grotesque? I think perhaps we only mean unfamiliar, not quite what we're used to, something outside our experience, not exactly conforming to our notions of what people should be, or at least appear to be. But where did these notions come from? Who gave them to us? And how substantial are they?
1: Well, for heaven's sake.
0: What's the matter, Louise.
1: You know, I told you Dr. Mabley was going to ask Oliver Priority to have dinner with him today after the service. Well, he did.
0: Mm-hmm. And Oliver said, no, thanks. Am I right?
1: Yes, but that's not all.
0: Said he was expecting guests, right? If you'll
1: stop being so smart, I'll tell you. Dr. Mabley said, who are the guests you're expecting? It's something we never had the nerve to ask.
0: Oh, it was none of our business, who?
1: Well, Dr. Mabley made it his business. Maybe that's what we should have done a long time ago. Come right out and asked him. Because when Dr. Mabley asked him, you never guess what Oliver said. Who?
0: Nobody around here, I'll bet.
1: You could say that. You could say nobody from around
0: here. Well, who? Anybody we know?
1: People we used to know.
0: For Pete's sake, Louise, who?
1: His father and his mother.
0: Well, they're dead. I know. Both of them are dead. I know. Been dead for four or five years. I know. Well, maybe he just said that. For for something to say. You know, like he didn't feel like saying who his guests were really... Like it wasn't any of Dr. Mabely's business, so he just said the first thing came into his mind. That could be. Couldn't it?
1: I suppose it could.
0: Well, maybe old Oliver has got a lady friend he doesn't want to talk about. Maybe she's married or something.
1: A clandestine affair.
0: He wouldn't want to tell a minister something like that.
1: Frank? I'm going over there. Over where? To Oliver's house. You can't do that. Yes, I can, and I'm going
0: to. What if you bust in on something? I don't care. I care. Nevertheless, I'm going. Louise, I forbid you to. Forbid? Frank,
1: the day is long gone for husbands to forbid their wives to do anything. I am going.
0: Well, you're you're not taking the car. I forbid you to do that. I mean, the car is in my name, and I forbid you to take it.
1: All right, I won't take the car. I'll walk. It's too much. I'm young and healthy, Frank. I've got to know.
0: Come in, mother. Thank you, Oliver father didn't come with you?
1: Your father is parking the car.
0: I see. Uh, let me take your wrap, Mother.
1: Thank you, son.
0: I'll uh, hang it up.
1: Yeah. The place looks very nice and neat. Who cleans it for you?
0: I clean it myself.
1: My, my. You don't say.
0: Um. Come into the living room and have a glass of sherry. That sounds good. It's a new kind. Spanish.
1: Better put the bottle away before your father gets here.
0: Is he, uh, still.
1: periodic. It's periodic. Mm-hmm. Here you are, Mother. Thank you very much.
0: There's, uh, cheese and some water biscuits. You're very thoughtful, Oliver. I try to be. Well, cheers. Cheers, Mother. And to your continued
1: good health. Oh! <gasps> My health. The less said about that, the better. Uh, Tell me, how's Louise? You've been seeing a lot of her lately? Some. uh, I've been seeing her some. Mm. I like Louise. So do I. Always liked her. Me too. She sees a lot of that uh, Frank What's-His-Name, doesn't she?
0: I think they go out some.
1: I hear he's crazy about her.
0: I wouldn't know.
1: Well, they've been seen around together lots of places
0: Oh?
1: Have they? She must like him a lot to go out with him so much Don't you think?
0: I don't know how much she goes out with him A lot She goes out with him a lot Mother, uh, would you like to see my latest watercolor? Oh, yes You want to show it to me? I thought you might like to see what I've been up to Certainly,
1: if you want me to Well, what do you think of it? I already saw that one. Oh, this is a new one. It's the same fence, same three bottles. Oh,
0: no, no, no. Can't you see?
1: I see three bottles on a fence. Anybody can see that? No. It's more. It's more. Now, Oliver, I'm sure it's very nice. It's not nice. I think it's very nice. If there's one thing it isn't, it's nice. It's not nice. But if you say so, son. I... I think that's father at the door. Oh, put the bottle away. Oh, Mother, what good does it do to put the bottle away? It removes the temptation. Oh, it's not a temptation, it's a compulsion. Don't you know that yet? If it
0: isn't this bottle, it'll, it'll be another bottle. Why do you put up with it? He
1: is my husband. Well, that's no reason. If, if you... he left me, I would be all alone. Unless, of course, you should take it into your head to marry Louise, then... There would be a place for me, and there would be grandchildren, God willing. We're having squab for dinner. Oh, squab's nice. Expensive, huh? Stuffed with pecans. I don't think I've ever heard of that. And cucumbers, poulet. Cucumbers don't agree
0: with your father. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> I forgot about him. I'll, I'll go but let him in. Hide the bottle first. Oh, it's too late. Hey. Hello, Father. <laughs> Hi there, son. Glad to see you. I'm glad to see you too. And look what I brought you. Your old twenty-two rifle. Where did you find it? Up in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I gave you this? My fourteenth birthday. Oliver's a man now. I said to myself, time he learned how to shoot. And then I went right out and bought you this nifty little twenty-two. And a lot of bullets. Yeah, yeah. Found some of those up in the attic too. Oh, pack away real careful. Yeah, the gun's in fine shape. Clean out the bore for you. Oiled it. Thank you, father. Loaded it and brought it with me. Here, here. Take it. I, I, I don't really want it, father. Take it. I, I really
1: don't want it. Don't, bully the boy, for heaven's sake. Can't you see he doesn't want the stupid gun?
0: Huh. Well, I'll just. Sit it here against the wall, okay? I wish you'd take it back. <laughs> what well, I need with this dinky thing? I got shooting pieces of like a witch you wouldn't believe. What's this? Sherry? You don't want any. Who says I don't want any? I say it. Hey, I see you've been having a little nip. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what do you say, Oliver? You and I go out shooting small game one of these days. No. You know, I... rabbits, chipmunks. Maybe there's some pheasant around here. I saw some once. I- I've never seen him. Well, yeah, we'll bring down something. Stop pestering the boy. I just he said
1: everlastingly at him. Nag, nag, nag. Why don't you let him alone?
0: Why don't you let him alone? When are you going to see Louise, Oliver? When are you going to take her out dancing? She's not going to ask you, you know. You've got to ask her. I don't do that. She's going steady with Frank now. He'll cut you out if you're not careful, and then will you be.
1: I don't do that. I have never done you that.
0: You do it all the time.
1: And you, what do you do? Sneak he goes to the pistol range with a bottle, that's what you do. That's your contribution to the family. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> stop it, hey, both of you. Tell him to stop. Tell her. I can't stand anymore. I don't want to hear anymore. I'm fed up. I I try to make things nice, make things pleasant. I, I cook dinner for you, you know, grab and cucumber.
0: I can't eat cucumbers. And, and you come over here, and it's the same thing all over again. Every single time, the same thing over and over and over. The same old thing. Never anything sweet or helpful. Or, it's just the same old thing, time after time after time. I've
1: thing. i thing. A time At the time. A time
0: after a time. A- a...
1: You want me to? I want you to very much. I thought I heard you talking to someone just now.
0: Uh, To myself, probably. People do that when they live alone. So I've been told or or read it somewhere. Uh, Please, come on, Louise.
1: Well, if you're sure.
0: I'm sure. I'm very sure.
1: All right, then. Good. You're positive there's, there's nobody here. Nobody but you and me. It, I wouldn't want to intrude.
0: Um, let, let me pour you some sherry.
1: What? there's a full glass right here. Oh, is there? Looks like it hasn't been touched.
0: Oh, I must have poured it for myself and forgotten it. Uh, I think I'll drink it now. <laughs> oh, uh, would you like some?
1: Uh, no, thank you. Hmm.
0: All the more for me. <laughs> Louise, do you see a lot, Frank?
1: Frank and I... Are you
0: and Frank going steady, Louise? Oliver. Because I love you, Louise.
1: I, uh, I think i better leave now.
0: Oh, no, 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 I, I want you to stay. I, I want you to look at my latest watercolor. Oh, it's right here on the easel. But don't you want to take a look at it? Aren't you interested? are saying, I can almost hear you, Oliver Prouty is a strange man. Is he perhaps mad? But wait. Before you make a judgment, remember the observation of Polonius when Hamlet was behaving in a most peculiar manner. Though this be madness, yet there is method in it. In our third act, we shall try to show you the purpose behind Oliver Prouty's strangeness.
1: Oliver, you're not dead, are you? Oh, I can feel your pulse. That means your heart's beating, so you can't be dead. Oh, Oliver, what's happened to you?
0: <laughs>
1: Oliver, listen. Oh, I hope you can hear me. I'll phone for Dr. Mabley. He's coming over right away. He'll know what to do. I'd have called a regular doctor, only uh, I didn't know how to explain what happened, what I'd say. I don't even know what to say to Dr. Mabley. Oh,. Oh, there he is now. Dr. Mabley's here, Oliver. Everything's going to be all right. Oh, Dr. Mabley, come in, come in.
0: Where is he, Louise?
1: In there, in the living room, Mm
0: -hmm. on the floor. You said on the phone we thought he'd just fainted.
1: I hope and pray. I don't think he's dead. I think his heart's beating.
0: No, no, he's not dead.
1: Oh, thank the Lord.
0: Tell me what happened, Louise. I gather you were here when he fainted. You didn't arrive to find him like this.
1: Oh no, I was here. I've been here for oh uh, five, ten minutes.
0: Yes. Well, what happened?
1: I I hardly know how to tell you.
0: Start at the beginning and simply tell me.
1: All right. <laughs> after I talked to you, after I told you that uh, Oliver's. Father and mother have been dead for years. You're, you're sure about that? Dr. Mabley, we went to their funerals, both Frank and I. It was before we were married, but we went to comfort Oliver the best way we could. Not, not that he seemed to need it either time.
0: Whatever do you mean by that?
1: He just stood by the grave both times, staring off into space with a sort of frozen look on his face. As though the funeral had nothing much to do with him. As though he was just there out of... I don't know, politeness or
0: something. Tell me what happened today.
1: Well, after I talked to you, I told Frank I was coming over here because I was worried about Oliver. What he said about his mother and father coming for dinner. Mm, Yes. And Frank said... Oh, don't think badly of him, Dr. Mobley. It's just a way of speaking that men have. But Frank said, probably he told you that because he had an engagement with some woman. Maybe a married woman. Now, I know Frank shouldn't have even thought of such a thing, but well, you know.
0: Yes, yes, I do know. Just go on.
1: Well, Frank got very upset and he said he forbade me to go. Well, you know, Dr. Mabel, men just don't say things like that to women anymore. Oh, so I've heard. And besides, I... Oh, dear. Hmm? Something just occurred to me.
0: What is it, Louise?
1: I think... I think maybe I was... at least a bit jealous. Really? Mm-hmm. I, uh... I used to be very fond of Oliver... Actually, for a while there, I was expecting him to ask me to marry him. And if he had, well, who knows? He never asked me to, so... That is, he never asked me to today.
0: Today? He asked you to marry him today?
1: Just before he fainted, he said, please marry me in wait.
0: I... I you'd best go back to where you left your house to come here, Louise. All right.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I walked over because Frank wouldn't let me use the car. And as I got to the house, I heard Oliver's voice. It was quite loud, very angry. He was saying, same old thing, same old thing, never anything helpful, just the same old thing. So I thought he could be talking to some woman, and it seemed logical... So I knocked on the door a couple of times, and he opened it, and sweet as pie, he said, Well, Louise, how nice to see you. Do come in, Louise. I didn't want to intrude if he was having an argument with some woman, but he insisted, so I came inside. There was no woman, but there was nobody.
0: i very strange.
1: Oh, wait till you hear the rest
0: of it. You won't believe it.
1: He offered me some sherry, and I said, well, look, there's a full glass right here. And he said something like how he must have poured it and forgotten it, and he drink it now. He tossed off the sherry in one gulp. And then he started talking about Frank. Asked me if Frank and I were going steady. Well, that's when I started to get really uneasy.
0: Yes, of course.
1: I ever said... He loved me. And then, all of a sudden, he changed the subject. Said he wanted me to look at his latest watercolor. Well, I did, and I said I liked it. And he said he thought he had it just about perfect. And then, then I saw the gun.
0: The gun? What gun,
1: Louise? The twenty-two rifle. It's over there. I picked it up after Oliver fainted. That was right after he... He shot the picture and asked me to marry him. Shot the picture? Now look at it. It's over there on the easel. He shot the picture? He was very proud of himself. Shot all three bottles right through the neck, he said.
0: He was right. He did.
1: And then he said, please marry me, Louise. And he fainted. Good Lord. What do you make of it, Dr. Maitley?
0: I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Louise, I I think he's starting to come around. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, he is. Louise, I think it would be best if you went home. I need to talk to Oliver privately. Mm -hmm.
1: If you say so. Please. Uh, Let us know if he's all right.
0: I will. I will. Don't worry. Uh,
1: I don't know how Frank is going to take over.
0: (coughs) Mr. Prouty. (laughs) Oliver... Who? What? It's, it's Dr. Mabry, Oliver. where did you come from? Someone called and asked me to come over. Who? A good friend. Why? What happened? You fainted. I never fainted. Well, he did this time. But why should I faint? I think I'd like to have you tell me why. Oh, I have no idea why. It's ridiculous. I, I never think. Well, maybe it's not as ridiculous as it seems at first. Oliver, remember after church this morning when I asked you to have dinner with me at the rectory? Hmm? I remember that. You said you couldn't, because you were expecting guests for dinner. I said that? Yes, that's what you said. It's what you've been saying these last few years whenever anyone asked you to come for dinner. Why do you suppose you've done that? I. It makes me um uncomfortable going to people's houses being with people. I wonder why. I wouldn't know. This morning, when I asked you who your guests were, you said your mother and your father. I said that. Yes, you did. Why couldn't have said that? My mother and father are dead. Are they? Of course they are. Everybody knows that. Except you. I know it. I I, I went to the funerals. Who else went to the funerals? Lots of people. Practically everybody in town. Who in particular? Who went just to be with you? I don't know. I don't remember. It was Frank and Louise, wasn't it? It could have been. It was, wasn't it? I guess it was. We were very close to one another at that time, weren't you, the three of you? You could say that. I am saying it. I want you to say it. We were very close, yes. You were seeing something of Louise, weren't you? No, no. Did you ever think of asking Louise to marry you? I may have. Did you ever ask her? wonder why you didn't. Oh, she was crazy about Frank. I, I knew that. So you didn't want to take the chance of asking her and being turned down? Is <sighs> It could have been. It could have. Who cares? She and Frank are married now. They're very happy. So who cares? I... Oh, well, you weren't even in town when my parents died and Louise married Frank, so you don't know anything about it. Well, I don't know everything about it. And it's got nothing to do with why I'm lying here, why I fainted. Oliver, when you came home after the service this morning, did you stuff three squabs or only one? What are you talking about? Squab? With pecan stuffing? How many? Well, I don't know if I cooked any. Shall I go up to the kitchen and look? No. I didn't cook any. I didn't buy any. It was just... Just an idea I had. What I would do. Mm -hmm. What I might do if they... In case they ever... Should... Just in case they ever... Ever showed up? Is that what you mean? It was just an idea I had. Did they ever show up? No, of course not. They've been dead for years. Are you sure they never showed up? How could they? Are you sure they're not here right now? They're dead, aren't they? I buried them, didn't I? Are they? And did you? I think they're very much alive. something. No, no, no. You stay right there. I'll bring it to you. What is it? I think it's the last watercolor you painted. Isn't it? Yes. That's it. What's the matter with it? It's got three holes in it. Those are bullet holes. How did they get there? You put them there. I did? All of them. Why have you only painted three bottles on a stone fence these years? And don't tell me you don't know. Because you do. When I was little, my father gave me a rifle. And we used to put bottles on a stone fence and shoot at them. I got to be pretty good at it. and alive and well. So you see, you didn't kill them. You only wanted to. And you didn't kill your mother and your father either. You only wanted to. You can get up now. And I'll wait while you take a shower and change your clothes. And then... I'm taking you back to the rectory for dinner. Are you shocked? Do you consider Oliver Prouty not only strange, but mad? Also wicked, depraved, and beyond redemption? Have a little compassion until you yourself have suffered some of what he has suffered. Be sparing in the adjectives you use to describe him. After all, he did nothing. He only thought and felt. And as yet, we have no punishment for that. I shall be back shortly. About you. Have you never thought and felt what Oliver Prouty thought and felt? Are you sure that everything you have ever felt or thought has been pristine? Quite quite sure. Before you answer, think again and think hard. And be truthful, even if it hurts. Our cast included Russell Horton, Terry Keene, Lloyd Batista, and Louis Turin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale You are a friend Without interest A generous friend There is a condition Name it To assure my associates of your fidelity Afterwards, the revolver, white clean, will be brought to you To me? Why? So that you may place your fingerprints on it. But... It will be kept in a safe place. No one will ever have to know about it. Just so long as we are assured of your loyalty. But I'm putting my life in your hands. Where do you think it's been for the last year? Oh, come, Mr. Kincaid... This is, it must be, your killing. This is E.G. Marshall, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. you are behind you and join outward bound for a few weeks in the exploration southwest out